you should never go back and watch videos of your children when they are very small, like within the first few months of their life, like when you've just brought them home from the hospital. And the reason is you'll want more. Hey, what's going on? It's Jeff and Zuli Miles, and this is episode number six of our Miles from Reality podcast. Six. Yeah, it's number six. Number six. So how are you feeling right now, babe? I'm feeling good. Yeah? Yeah. We just had an eventful night and evening um, at the Nordstrom Rack yep. where we destroyed the store. So I don't know that we for, destroyed it. Well, no. I always feel like every time you and I, along with the kids, and we have gone into a retail establishment, as we make our way out the doors, I want to turn around and say to all of the poor people that work there, I'm sorry that we've just created a disaster zone in your store. I don't know about that. I mean, it wasn't quite that bad, but no, still. No, it wasn't that bad. You know what? I go. We, we go back and clean up. We, we do. We put I will back. say we we're, we're really away. good about that. Yeah, we are we very good about away. that. But especially when you're in the shoe section. Well, no, that's just that's bad. The shoe section just turns into a disaster. It, yeah. Amelia wants to try on every shoe there is. Amelia's trying on. You know, she's in one aisle, putting on all these shoes, and, and just of all sorts. I mean, she's like wanders off, and I don't like that. I hate that she wanders off. And I get really nervous, but then Liam's like two aisles down. Like and he's eating the shoes. And he's eating the shoes. I'm just like, golly, gosh. To go back, though, uh, to the whole idea of why you should not go and watch video of your children when you bring them home is that I now have baby fever. Honey, let's have another one. You have baby fever. Seriously. <laughs> We were so I, I got this uh, notification on my computer, and it was basically like, "Hey, dude, you're about to run out of storage space on your computer. You need to get rid of some files." So what do I do? I start going back and I start going through a lot of these videos that I've got on the computer. That move. And we started seeing some of the pictures, uh, some of the videos of when Liam's first bath. Yeah. Amelia getting her little nose painted. It was the sweetest thing ever. So sweet. And Amelia used to go and play golf with me because mm-hmm. they would allow that to happen in Texas and they won't let you do that in Georgia. No. Um, but yeah. And it like I turned to Zuli and I said, oh, let's let's have another one. You just have it and then leave it home with me and then you go back to work. Do that. No, I'll stay home this time. That's what I just said. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> You yes, said, that's what I'm saying to you. That's what you said. You literally like 35 right. minutes ago, Sorry. you said, you have the baby. Duh. Right. Then I'll stay home. I'll stay home. You can just leave supplies for me and I'll feed the baby. Just pump. Just pump it. Pump, pump it. Yeah. Right. Right. There was that uh, Black Eyed Peas song. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so we're, 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 we're thinking about, no, I'm kidding. We are not going to have another child. But man. Now, but see, you got me thinking about it now. I know. How awesome would I that just be don't though? That my body can handle one more pregnancy. <laughs> but you do it so well. <laughs> Honey, just think about it. One another more. one. One more. What do you think? One more. Let's do it. It's like another bedtime story. Just one more. Just one right. more. Okay. Come on. Um, so there are other things that we want to talk about tonight, obviously. Um, and we want to get into talking about things that honestly aren't just about our marriage. One of the things, or, or our family and our kids and, and raising them and all that kind of stuff. Um, but one of the things that I know you wanted to talk about was the things that people are doing in their cars on their commute into work every morning. Right. Aside from swerving and bump, playing bumper cars and brushing their teeth. No, God, you were telling me about that. How does that work? 
Um, it, it was. It looked. Gr- the guy was behind me, and um, I, I just I was. I have a habit of looking in my rearview mirror because I'm paranoid that somebody's gonna. That's smart. Ran their front end into the into the trunk, um, and I saw that his hand was moving really really fast, like by his face, and I said, "Whoa, oh, what's that guy doing?" And then all of a sudden, I look. We were you know gridlocks just sitting there, and I yeah. was studying my, my rearview mirror, and I thought, "Oh my gosh, this guy's brushing his teeth. Wow, this guy is brushing his teeth." And then how you do would you see, spit? You would see the water bottle go up, and and then he'd do the. Kind right. of thing, and then swishing he it swishing around. around and spit it in a cup, and Ugh. kept brushing your teeth. I just, I don't know. I mean, are you that late? So are you running that late where you can't just take three minutes, two minutes? I don't know. Just brush your teeth and scrub your tongue. <laughs> By the way, that is my pet peeve. <laughs> if there's anything that Zuli has a pet peeve of, it's when you're brushing your teeth. If you're not scrubbing your tongue, she will jump down your scrub your tongue. <laughs> That's where all the bad smelly germs are. You now, gotta scrub your tongue. Now the funny thing is, is I know that you're and listening right now, and you're thinking that that's how she talks to our children. No, that's how she talks to me. <laughs> that's how she talks to me whenever I'm brushing my teeth. Um. Anyway, so let me ask you. You monitor the thermostat. Right. I monitor your dental hygiene. Your dental hygiene. This guy that was in his car, mm-hmm. and he's brushing his teeth. How old is this guy? Oh man. Um. Let's see. I'm gonna throw out maybe. Late forties, early fifties. Executive type was he? Yeah. A, okay. No. No. Dressed really nicely in really, his car. Yeah, and he was nice. Okay. Dressed nicely. What kind uh, of car was he driving? It, it was a Merc. Okay. It was a, it was a Mercedes. Sorry, okay. I'm too much top here. Right. <laughs> it was a Merc. Yeah. It was a Merc. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it was a Mercedes. Yeah. Do you know what my suspicion is? What is your suspicion? I think he was on his way to work from somewhere. Maybe he shouldn't have been. Possibly. Early in the morning, and and was or 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 maybe not where he shouldn't have been, but maybe he was on his way to work from a place other than his own residence. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And he just was needing to get himself going in the morning, and and so he didn't. He, he had to stop off at a Walgreens and pick up a toothbrush and a little travel toothpaste, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so then he's. On his way to work, got to brush the teeth, and that's what was going on there. Or maybe he stayed up watching Game of Thrones. Maybe so. And he woke up late. We wouldn't know anything about that because we've never seen that show. Well, we we you know what we said we were going to start watching, and it, we didn't. And start. we haven't done it. Yeah, Bad like us. we have time for that. <laughs> Bad us. Fail. Okay. So, so anything else crazy? And, and I mean, I've seen people doing crazy stuff in the car. Yeah, you see like the little Norelco thing happening, a little buzz in their face. It's a lot of men. I mean, I feel like, you know, it's pretty normal to see women doing their mascara or something, which is dangerous, well, by is the so way. so normal, yeah. Very dangerous. Right. One slam of the brake or one turn of the wheel and that mascara wand is in your eyeball. Say goodbye to your pupils. <laughs> <laughs> they don't exist anymore. So I can't remember when it was that I was in the city in Atlanta this week. When was it? I I just went in and I oh it's when you were at the courthouse. Oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> we should get to talking about that here in a second. <laughs> totally forgot about the fact that Why I had to go to court this court week for, for for the uh, for the thing that happened uh, in the car. Um, but no, when I was driving to come drop the kids, a uh, no, to go to my court date. That's what it was. Right. Um, no, because I had Liam with me. That's what it was. Yeah. So when I was driving to drop Liam off with you at work, mm-hmm. I passed by 
a woman in her car. And this woman had a bumper sticker on the back of her car. Oh, gosh. Um, what? What? <laughs> the bumper sticker says, phones down, eyes up. She was texting in her car. I kid you not. It was the most ironic. Just I, in, I, You know me. I wanted to start honking at her. And I wanted to start saying, really? You got this sticker on the back of your car? You're, you're texting right now. You're on your phone. And you've got a sticker that says, phones down, eyes up. <laughs> Boom. Or you could have just pulled up next to her and tapped your finger and said, hey, roll your window down, Dad. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Excuse me, Freakazoid. Yeah. What, what you, are you what doing? What do you want? Um, would you like to join the rest of us drivers on the road and put your eyes up? <laughs> Bring your eyes and your up? Phone down. your phone down? Maybe you've heard of that concept before because it's on the back of your car. <laughs> you put it there. So yeah, crazy people and the stuff that they do out in their car on the way to work. I'm sure people will have some great comments um, in in our. Uh, you know what? We need to do that Google phone thing. Oh yeah, we should. Didn't Adam? So the people, yeah, that? yeah, yeah. Our buddy Adam said you can do Google phone where people can actually call in it on the show. That'd yeah. be kind of fun. That'd be awesome. Yeah, we should definitely try to do that. Does that mean anybody can you know, call? Since, since I'm sitting around at home doing nothing all day, I guess I could probably get into that. Like, look at that kind of it's stuff. It's free, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's. I yeah. think so. Yeah. All right. So cool. somebody like in, I don't know, Malaysia could give us a call? Sure. If you're listening, Malaysia. Or maybe awesome. South Korea. Okay. I only say South Korea because your brother's in South Korea. He may want to call. No, my brother's know. not in South Korea. He's in oh, Okinawa. My bad. Okinawa. Yeah. Completely different place. Yeah, I know that, <laughs> Einstein. I had a little so, blip in memory. So so I, I got to give a shout out to my radio peeps out there. And the reason I got to do this is because here inevitably, okay, since I did radio for 22 years, okay, sick, sick, and sick. felt like I was a pretty decent person at my craft, right? So here's the funniest thing. One of the greatest parts about doing this podcast is that I feel like it's an outlet for me to A, be creative and still have my foot in the quote unquote radio world which is awesome. That that part's fun, right? Okay. But one of the greatest parts is there's no rules to this. No. There, There's no... Well, there's the rules that we set. Well, the, yeah, but what I'm saying is, is that there's no, like, format... No. ...that I have to follow. <laughs> and to all of my radio friends out there, this is the most liberating feeling on the planet to not have any rules to follow by. But here's the funniest part. I've got a couple of radio friends out there that will send me messages every once in a while as sort of... Not a critique, but almost like, hey, dude, you're breaking the rules. And I'm on, I just want to say, no, I'm not breaking the rules. There are no rules in podcasts. Exactly. So, and I love it. <laughs> and it's awesome. And I'm breaking the rules. Breaking the rules. And it feels good. Breaking the rules. So anyway, um, what are, what are some of the stuff we're going to talk about uh, tonight? Um, because I know we had some, oh, I know what it was. So social media, can we just talk about this social media thing for a minute? Oh, gosh. I have two things on this, Mm. on social media. Mm -hmm. First of all, politics. You hear me? I'm like sitting in my chair, crossing my arms, chin down, eyes up. Mm -hmm. You know my thoughts about social media and how it pertains to society. Yeah. Greatest and worst thing ever that could have ever entered our lives as people. Okay. So on one hand, it's great that you have the opportunity to basically see videos and, and pictures and stuff like that from people that you know that, that, that you want to keep up with and stuff like that, whatever. But the other part is, is that it has created nastiness amongst people. 
And one of the biggest places of nastiness has, 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 has come down to the politics part. And it's funny because I've noticed that it doesn't matter what you post on Facebook right now because of the political climate and how it's so divided, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody can take every, any single little post you put out there and they, can, they will literally make it political. <laughs> I made a post on Facebook earlier today. And the post was about profanity that I see on social media now, and how not we, having to do with politics. Having it just said it could be far about from anything. politics. In the, <laughs> this is zero to do with politics. It has it, it has could more be about to do, the flavor of dum dums in the jar yes. that's at the at the and counter the fact of the that restaurant. Somebody would talk about the flavor of the dum dums in the jar, and they need to put an f bomb in that whole post somehow, <laughs> right? Yeah. These bleeping dum-dums takes like bleep. And I'm like, why do you have to talk that way on social media? It's like we've become so desensitized. Mm-hmm. That's the problem I have with it. We have desensitized ourselves to vulgarity. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why I'm bothered by that, but I am. And I put it out there and I'm like, I may sound very prudish with this, but man, we put so much profanity out there. And somebody turned it into politics. <laughs> I'm like, how do you do that? This has nothing to do with the president. Now, I get that you, you're talking about the fact that you wish that he wouldn't post stuff on Twitter without well, somebody, vulgarity and this and the other. Yeah. And dude, that's fine. But, but this isn't about politics. <laughs> this is about you and me and people. And why can't we just not be so vulgar? Because it's free world. Freedom that's of great. <laughs> and that's great. But what happened to me, the idea of you feeling, and I'm sorry to my sister, because <laughs> she, she saw the post and then she says, I just posted something like that. Yes, yes, sis, you did. You did. <laughs> and, and I did see it. As, but you're not the only one because I literally, I can scroll through an Instagram, Instagram and, and within two minutes... I will have seen at least 10 memes or pictures or something, and they've got curse words in them. Well, I'm, I'm going to give you a piece of advice, my friend. Oh, boy. You ready for this? I always love it when Zuli gives me advice. <laughs> you don't like it? Don't look at it. I know, you no, need no, new yeah, friends. Okay, 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 wait. And I get that. I get that. And you're half right. Okay. Here's the reason you're half right, Okay. Oh, oh! now I'm getting serious face. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm getting your serious face. <laughs> the reason you're half right is because you are correct in the fact that I don't have to to, to follow people who use vulgar right. language and stuff like that. Yep. Here's the problem. It has carried over into everyday life wherever you are. Mm-hmm. I'm out with the kids. Oh. Our daughter's five. I know where you're going with this. Our yeah. son is three. They hear this language. It's just so matter of fact now. doesn't matter where you are. Right. It's so matter of fact now, and it bothers me. No, I remember that. I remember that one time we went to Chuck E. Cheese. Yes. <laughs> and the table behind was Chuck like, Chuck E. Cheese. Bleep, 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 bleep. I was like, man, come on. Now this you're is a, Chuck this E. Is Cheese. This is a children's if establishment. Not, if not Chuck E. Cheese, where? What place is safe anymore? <laughs> right? And so it just that's what bothers me about the whole profanity and the vulgarity and everything else that you see on social media. Yeah. It's like I just don't I, I 
and here's here's the interesting part. A lot of people, and and this has merit. If you talk like that or you want to use those words, reserve them for the time they're needed for emphasis. That's what I said. Right. I said, if I need to drop such word, I would like for it to carry the weight. Correct. <laughs> the weight that it needs, the weight that it deserves. <laughs> Let's face it. The F word has no no weight in it anymore <laughs> because people just use it and they just drop it. It's kind of like the time. This right there it's kind of like you. the time where I said, Jeff, I'm going to stop saying I love you all the time. Why, Zoli? Because I feel like it, the, 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 the value is not there anymore. I say it to you too many times. <laughs> I will reserve it and tell you I love you once or twice a week. How does that sound? <laughs> I would like to introduce you to the most <laughs> random, strange person on the planet that I know, and that is exactly why I love her. Zuli Mendoza Miles hyphenated, dropping the hyphen, hopefully someday soon. <laughs> we'll see if that actually happens. Who knows? It took eight, eight years just to get to the hyphen. So I doubt very seriously you're going to get the, the, the just the Zuli miles anytime in the near future. But there you go. There you have it. That is my wife. <laughs> yes. Wait, is that copyrighted? Is that sound? Am I going to get in trouble? No, I don't think so. Okay, good. Very good. Uh, what else we got for uh, for the, the world? Oh, so I know what it was. This is not a serious thing. It's yet it's just it, it's going to sound serious, but no, it's just I was having thoughts about just people in general, and so I I scroll through stuff on social media like Instagram, Facebook. My stomach's about to growl. Just so you know, that's okay. Okay, do we get to hear it? I don't know. Okay, I, I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm fascinated that we live in a society now where. We feel like if I do something nice for you, you owe me. Mm -hmm. It is a society of everything has to be repaid. Like Don Corleone? Yeah. 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 You do me this favor, you ask anybody around, I know how to return a favor. Awesome. Great job. <laughs> but, but no, I... I feel like that, and I see it in people and the way that they, there's anger sometimes in the way that they say, I do this for you, I do this for you, I do this for you. I, I am no longer going to whatever, you know, deal with this person or that person or this other person because I've put so much in and, and I just want to say, here's the thing. Are you talking about two people, maybe like, Somebody giving up on somebody or doing nice things for somebody because they're not getting the return? Correct. So I'm just going to start being, you know, crappy to you or? No, that's not what I'm saying. Okay. What I'm say what, here's what I'm saying. If the reason that you're doing something for someone else mm -hmm. is for the sheer purpose of what you're going to get in return, in return. Right. you're doing it for the wrong reasons. If you're doing something because you care genuinely about that person and you just enjoy and love the sheer pleasure of knowing that you have given, you, you've, you've brightened their life, that's the right reason, right? Right. So Theoretically funny, speaking. Theoretically yeah. speaking, right? Yeah. So I also threw it out there, and you and I have had this conversation a lot over the past month or so about how... 
I no longer believe in karma. Part of this has to do with my faith and the fact that you and I have become extremely um, aware, but also seeking and searching and and pursuing Mm -hmm. a life of faith so much more. Mm -hmm. We want to put God at the center of our universe, basically. Mm -hmm. Okay? So with that said, I don't believe in karma anymore. And the reason I don't believe in karma anymore is because as you learn more about faith and Christianity and stuff like that, it's not about being punished, per se. And the punishment, I think, is what people associate with karma. Mm -hmm. You think that... Oh, karma well, I mean, is coming back to get you. Well, yeah. I mean, if you want to, if like, somebody did something really <laughs> mean to you, what do you, what's the first thing you scream at them? Karma's up. Correct. You know, and it's like, yeah, you're going to get yours. But you notice it's whatever. the person saying karma is a bleep when they're actually projecting that on another person mm-hmm. for how they feel like they've been wronged. Right. Is that, maybe they have been. I mean, yeah. Well, correct, but you've been wrong. That's I get that. You've been wronged. But is it not so so karma is actually our own selfish satisfaction of watching someone else suffer. Revenge. It's revenge, but it's 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 not even revenge because revenge is something that you actually have done and gotten out of no, it. No, but it's kind of like the universe's way of paying correct. you back. Right. You know. What a horrible way to go through life. Think about it for a minute. If you're constantly going through, and I'm guilty of this, like yeah. we know I'm guilty of I think this. We all are. <laughs> the very last time I felt this way is the time that I changed my thinking, mm-hmm. and I was guilty of of, of 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 karma, of wanting karma on someone who I felt wronged me, right? And two days later, because I've got the little Bible app on my phone, and so two <laughs> days later, I get the I, I get a verse. And it talks about when someone wrongs you, you should be praying for that person. Mm -hmm. You should be praying for that person more than you should be wanting something, wanting justification, wanting what's right and what's coming to them happen to them. Yeah. Okay. Well, and not that I'm taking this away from faith or whatever, but just for someone who may not be so faith centric. Right, right. it's, It's, you know... It's still not a productive way to live your life Absolutely because not. it's, you know, uh, it, that's a lot of energy. A lot of energy goes into hating and wanting to see bad things happen to someone. And you know what? I, I think of it as, um, you know what? You're, you get what you put in and it's kind of like checking out at Target, you know? I'm going to buy some gum and I'm going to buy some makeup or whatever. And you get that receipt back and that's what you're going to get because that's what I bought. That's what I paid for. That's what I sought, you know, that's what I went to to seek. And, and I don't know. To me, it's just, it's very, not that I'm diminishing it to be very transactional, but it kind of, I mean, I guess in my own head, it is. You know, you get what you, you get back what you put in. And you know, there are consequences for things that we do in life and yada yada. I mean, gosh, we got really heavy there for a second. We did. And, and I'm wanting to, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to pull up, um, I'm just going to scroll through uh, just just some different things on uh, on social media. And like, I, I, I don't disagree with some of the things that are said. Yeah. You know what it is? Is that it's the position that it comes from. Yeah. That 
it just makes me go, you're angry and stop being so angry and stop, but, but here's stop the thing. putting so much effort into the anger. Yeah, but here's the thing. It's normal and natural human emotion and reaction. So what did we just learn? Reaction is normal. Is No, reaction is natural. Response is supernatural. Correct. Right. Which really puts things into very interesting and yes, yeah, absolutely. Right. But again, that doesn't take away from a natural human, re, you know, initial reaction of X I'm happened. Therefore, I'm, hurt. you know, why? I'm and angry. Exactly. I'm pissed. Right. You, you, you wronged me. But dwelling, I think it's it's the dwelling in it that just, oh, it festers and Well, then you heavy. take it a step further. Heavy, it's heavy, it's heavy. And then you see the person who's wronged you and you see the fact that they have now, quote unquote, and I say that in quotes because I don't agree that it necessarily works out this way in the universe. You see what you assume they're getting it back. Mm-hmm. When you relish in that, in my opinion, you're worse than the person that wronged you. Mm-hmm. And that's my whole point about not believing in karma anymore. Because karma is a satisfaction. It's the selfish satisfaction of hoping, wishing, and just can't wait to see something bad happen to someone Yeah, just because they've wronged you. And it works in the other way, too. Yeah, The good karma. Just because you've done nice things for other people, don't expect nice things are going to happen for you necessarily. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is because you'll become frustrated waiting, and 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 you'll sit there, and you'll you'll, and this is a, this is part of the this is part of the whole thing, and this is one of the other reasons why I don't believe in karma. We sit here, and we watch people around us, who we feel like act. In complete disregard for just humanity. Mm-hmm. And we see them and they seem to get things that go their way over and over and over again. And we sit back here and we go, why? Why is it things are going so well for them and not for me? Yeah. I do all the right things. I'm saying all the right things saying to the right, the right people. Things, doing all the right things. I, you know, I'm, you know, I, yeah, I have I, the right relationships. Right. I, have I this, do I, all yeah. the right stuff. Yeah. And it doesn't seem to be coming to me. That's why I don't believe in karma because that's not what it's about. So anyway, that was your. That's pretty. Ten minutes of uh, sorry. deep stuff. Sorry. Deep stuff. Should we talk no. about? No, it's not. I mean, I don't think it's bad at all. But you know what? It's interesting because if you know to bring this back to, you know, just what we have going on in in our own lives, it it has. You have not always thought this way. No, and I was one of the I worst offenders. I have not always thought this way. Uh, not that I was sitting there, you know. Right. But. You know, we're all guilty of it. And I, I will think that admit. it takes a long, and you know, I say it, it's a, it's a journey. It's a journey to reach a point in your life where you say, okay, I'm just going to do me and, you know, love my life, love my family, love this, love what I'm building here and mm-hmm. just do it, just mm-hmm. do it and not spend so much energy in the bad stuff, the, the negative Thoughts and the the wishing the negativity on others and whatnot. It's just you know, again we we get back what we put in, and I think that when you come to a point of just letting that go and living for 
this, what's happening within your walls, it, it changes. So I, I kind of, um, because on the other side, everything you're saying is, I agree with you 100% as far as the negativity, because you do, you dwell in it, and you're, you're, it's like you're waiting for the bad thing to happen. And so you sit there and you're constantly looking for it. Like mm-hmm. you're, you're, it's it's almost like you're. It's almost like being addicted to the correct. addicted yeah. to the to the refresh on your email. You're right. It's like oh, yeah. thumb swipe down, thumb Boom. swipe down. Yeah. Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> you drive yourself nuts. But even on positive things, even on things where you are trying to, it's like you're searching for the positive reaction. Mm-hmm. You still get caught up in the swiping down. Oh, I sent this great email to somebody I work with. I can't wait to see what they have to say back to me right. about my about me. And then you get caught up in the swipe. Correct. Down. So here's the thing. Imagine if you if all you want to do is put good out in the universe, not for any sort of reciprocation whatsoever. And that's kind of what I'm talking about. If I do something nice for you, it's not that I want to do it because I want to say, oh, Zuli thinks I'm a great husband and this, that, and the other. Honestly, it's for the sheer joy of knowing how it pleases you. Mm-hmm. And that's the end. That's it right there. For example, today I was so excited. I'm <laughs> such a dork. Okay, I'm such a dork. You have to know. But today <laughs> I washed the sheets you know, for our bed and I made the bed and, and I was so excited about it. It has nothing to do with anything that you're going to do for me. And there's nothing, there's no reciprocation in that for me. Mm-hmm. I just love seeing how you react to stuff like that because it gives me joy to see you in such a great place, in such well, a happy I, place or whatever. That's my love language. Acts of I know. service. I <laughs> know. Yeah. No, absolutely. Acts of service. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. But I enjoy, nothing makes me happier than to see you happy not you doing something for me to make me happy yeah it's to see you happy now there's nothing i'm getting out of it. i mean i get that joy that's what i'm saying that's the whole point that's all i'm looking for mm-hmm. imagine if more of that stuff spread out in the world as opposed to constantly scrolling through facebook watching people literally they're festering in the idea of waiting for something to happen to somebody Donald Trump, for example. More people wish bad karma on that guy than anybody on the planet. Yeah. And well, I mean, are you going to be satisfied when it happens? That's my question. Well, like, what are... Like, let's not you know? pretend he's not guilty of that. Come on. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he, and he on the flip side, sitting back, just waiting. He's Someone waiting. take Twitter away from that man. Like, and it's so funny. I had this conversation with somebody the other day. Oh, it was a guy I was playing golf with the other day about Donald Trump and Twitter and how, how people are going out of their way to want him banned from Twitter because they say he's cyberbullying. I'm like, really? Are you not? He's the most cyberbullied planet person on the planet. I'm not saying by any means whatsoever that I agree with his actions. His actions are insane, right? Man, come on now. Somebody just needs to put a foot in his tweets. Yeah. <laughs> but 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 at the same time, yeah, I could just imagine Secret Service, uh, sir, sir, 
Mr. President, yeah. can you just give me the phone, sir? Like, sir, like, sir, could please, you imagine? Please stop typing, please, sir. Please, we we've had we have enough to. Sir, the worst please, part just is, give me the phone. <laughs> do you know how many people want to smack that phone out of his hand every time they just see him pull it out of his pocket? No, <laughs> put it back, Mr. President. What are you gonna do now? No, but but on the other side, it's like, and and I thought the, the idea of uh, so the CEO from Twitter is like, Secret Service is I'm not, not bored. Right? I'll tell you that. <laughs> But 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 the CEO of Twitter is like, I'm not going to ban Donald Trump from Twitter or we're not going to ban. Did he say that? Yeah, because it's like, imagine you've changed the whole, you've changed everything. First of all, yeah, think about it from right. his perspective, from the CEO. Of, he's, Donald Trump's good for Twitter. <laughs> How many tweets come out of Donald Trump's? <laughs> Donald Trump, Trump sends one tweet and millions of tweets follow, Right. <laughs> Think about that. So it's good for Twitter. But here's the here's the thing I was I think thinking that's about. That's one social channel that I'm not using a lot. Well, it's funny because I think it's more of a business and more of a professional. Is it? Oddly enough. No, I know that sounds crazy. What? I think it's, no, I think it's, it's more of a business and professional kind of thing because people promote a lot of their stuff. Not as in LinkedIn, where LinkedIn seems to be all about trying to figure out how to get the best out of your employees and blah, 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 blah. Twitter seems to be the place to promote your business, promote your stuff. I got, you know, I sell yeah. t-shirts on the side. Yeah. This is my stuff, whatever. But here's the interesting thing about, about the whole business of banning Donald Trump from Twitter. How many of the people... So, so here's the deal. I agree that we're supposed to hold people especially the president of the United States, let's, let's be honest. He should be held to a higher standard of being a human being. Yeah. Absolutely. However, the laws that govern whatever mm -hmm. apply to us all equally, no matter who you are. Whether you're the president of the United States, whether you're a janitor, whether you're homeless, doesn't matter the laws apply to us all equally. Mm -hmm. Okay? So, whether or not your cyberbullying affects one person or five billion, it's too many. Mm -hmm. Whether it affects five billion or just one, it affects too many. Mm-hmm. The problem I have with all of these people wanting to ban Donald Trump from Twitter, and again, I'm not saying I'm I'm telling you right now I don't agree with most of the stuff he throws out there because it's because he's it's like he's he he's he's trying to get it going. That's that's yeah. that's that's a problem. What I'm saying is is that so many of the people are guilty of cyberbullying themselves that are trying to ban Donald Trump. For cyberbullying. Mm -hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He who cast the, throw, uh, the, the first stone, here you go. Or, or I'm sorry, he without sin cast the first stone. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So I I find it, and, and, and here's the, and here because you know I'm crazy like this. I've, I saw tweets that he should be banned. So what do I do? I go and I look at that person's tweets. And I'm like, wow, Really? You have any room to talk about cyberbullying, mm -hmm. and yet you are cyberbullying. This goes back to karma. This goes back to the whole, you know, looking yeah. for reciprocation of some sort. Yeah. 
to cyber bully Donald Trump because you feel like he's cyber bullying? Mm-hmm. Is that acceptable? It's kind of like drinking beer after a hangover. <laughs> well, no, so a lot of people agree to think that that's a good thing. Fight fire with fire. Right. But no, you just said it right there. Fight fire with fire. Really? Is that the best way to handle it? I, I, you know what? I, mm, I don't know. I mind my own. I just, I, there are several things I don't agree with, but this is not the podcast or the forum for it, sir. No, it's not. Do you this see is, my foot moving really, really fast? No, I do. And I, I want to I reiterate, this is not about politics. This is about sociology or, or, or society. Yeah. It's but about society. You know that a lot. No, no it's I know. Just, it, People will no twist one, it into a, into oh, a political yeah, conversation. No. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. People will twist it into a conversation about politics, but this is not about politics. Yeah, I know this you can about, say that a million times, I know, but, but honey, it's just not. That's just I know, but not. Honey, Let's let's reiterate though that this is not about politics. I know that. Right. I this, the person sitting across the table from you right. knows that. Explain that to the masses because right. they're no, not going to take it this way. They're well, not going to take it this well, way. No. And 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 again, that's a part of. And and I go back to a lot of the stuff that we've been talking about tonight in the sense that, okay, social media has created so much of the angst that we have mm-hmm. where we're looking for karma to come back and be damned the person that just wronged me. Karma's coming after you. Right. And I will tell you, I'm guilty of doing this and using social media for that purpose. Mm, yeah. Okay. And realizing in the aftermath and afterwards in the afterthought, not the way to handle it. Not at all the way to handle it. Nope. <laughs> so there you have it. That's our podcast for tonight. You okay? You getting able to get to sleep now? I don't know. I think we should go have a couple of glasses of wine. I feel like I need to watch a little bit of Heart of Dixie. Oh, that's so sweet. Calm me down. Go back to Bluebell. You know, watch some Heart of Hart. Dixie. I, you know, I don't know why I like that show so much. I, I just do. Because you wish that was the reality that we lived in? I... I you know what? I don't know. Okay. I, I don't know. Real it's, quick. We're going to extend this podcast now longer than we've ever done before because, I mean, it, you know, it's like 30 Well, you were going right? there for a minute, friend. No, I know. I know. I was on the soapbox and I apologize. Speaking of the world of technology that we live in now and social media and that's how we communicate with, the peop- with, with each other and stuff like that, our daughter Amelia is doing one of the sweetest things right now that, to me... You know, you hear people talking about, we need to go back to the times when we did this and we did that and blah, 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 blah. And then there's people that are like, oh my gosh, what a bunch of idiots that would even want to go back to that time. But to watch our daughter in this process of what she has been doing just to get this one letter. Mm -hmm. Sweet little letter. Mailed off. To her little friend back in Texas, mm-hmm. Travis. Mm-hmm. You may have heard us talk about him before. <laughs> they're in love. She swears they're going to get married one day. She's five. But she has spent the past two days She's... fully immersed in... And listen, here's the, here's the coolest part. It's also been a learning experience for her because she's asking us questions. Daddy, how do you spell Georgia? Mm-hmm. How do you... Yes, I, I yeah. <laughs> she she's written about twelve little cards, and I know she picked one finally, and then you know 
She's she wanted to make sure it was a perfect one. She wanted to make sure it was a perfect one. But I told her, I said, you know, you want to talk to you want to talk to him. You want to tell him, hey, hi, how are you? I said, write him a letter. Just write him a letter. I you know this. I'm very much into stationery, paper, yes. pens, just cardstock and beautiful stamps. And oh, I love it. I love it. I love papyrus. I love anything paper. Kate's paper in New York City. Oh, gosh. It's my heaven. It's my heaven. So I told Millie, I will get you some little cards mm -hmm. and you can go to town. And that's exactly what she did. So Amelia's favorite thing. I'm proud of her. Thing. I'm proud of her. Snail mail. That's where it's at. Snail mail. Snail mail. It's her favorite thing in the world right now mm -hmm. is writing letters. Yeah. It's so sweet. It is the sweetest thing on the planet mm -hmm. and it just melts my heart. I mean, it really does. But to me, it says something about who she is and her character. Yeah. And I think that's the coolest part. So anyway, yeah. all right, we'll wrap it up right there. Um, thank you so much for taking out Miles from Reality. Hopefully we didn't uh, run too many people off with our banter this evening. <laughs> and the fact that this is so much longer than it should be. But uh, once again, there are no rules. How long? How long? How long? Uh, I have no idea. We're like in the 40-minute mark or, or more. So anyway, uh, thank you again so much for listening. We'll have another episode coming up for you uh, first part of next week. So have a great weekend. Enjoy it. Spend some time with your family. Do something for someone else for the sheer, genuine joy of seeing what it does for them and not for you. Right. Like running to Wendy's for a nice Frosty. That would be really nice of you, Jeff. I guess what I'm doing, know what I'm doing right now. <laughs> we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye.